Hey guys, welcome to The Creative Entrepreneur, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about building a photography business on a budget. You don't want to miss this episode because we've got a great guest, so stay tuned. Coming to you from San Antonio, Texas, welcome to The Creative Entrepreneur, a podcast created to help entrepreneurs build their business, branding, marketing, analytics, positioning, and lead generation, plus interviews with other business owners to learn from their successes and failures. Now, here is your host, Abel Garza. Welcome back to The Creative Entrepreneur, and today we have a special guest, Rafael Vigo. So I'm really excited to have him on the show today because we're going to be discussing photography on a budget. Yes, you don't have to go out and buy expensive equipment. You can produce quality high production photos on a budget. And so Rafael Vigo has managed to do that. He is one of the leading photographers in Canada, and I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Please help me welcome Rafael Vigo. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Awesome, man. It's good to have you on the show, man. I love your photography. I've been a big fan for a long time. Obviously, I did your class. And so... Yes. Uh, how are you doing? How's how's Calgary? Uh, Calgary is, well, is it is it cold? I'm doing great. I'm 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 actually um, weather wise is is pretty bad in Calgary. We have already winter, so we got a lot of snow and the temperatures dropped quite a bit. So you know it's 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 not nice to shoot headshots outside. I'll tell you that part. But, no doubt. Uh, you know what? In San Antonio, when it's 100 degrees in July, I'm thinking the exact same thing. So yeah. everybody wants to know how is it? How what is what is a value bomb that you can give some of our customers? I know that you're doing you, you're in photography, uh, you're focused on headshots, and you're taking headshots to a totally different level. For one, I've noticed that you've been doing it on a budget, and a lot of people that I know they they kind of seem uh, put off by that because they're like, no, we need the the latest and greatest technology, we need the best cameras. But you know, you work with a D eight hundred, a Nikon D eight hundred, and correct. speed lights, and that is yes. that is all you need. That's perfect because it's a it's budget oriented, especially for photography because that is it's it's an expensive. Uh, it's an expensive career for one, um, but you have been able to take these phenomenal pictures Thank with you. with with these uh, you know just basic necessities. What what yes. value bomb can you give us? What what advice can you give our listeners on business? So let's kind of go back with the equipment. Um, first, because I think this is the biggest thing nowadays when it comes to, you know, all those needs and then, you know, everything what photographers or people who are getting into this industry, they, they think that the gear is one of the most important things when it comes to photography and basically just running the business. But I, 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 I think personally that, you know, photography can be very expensive if you want to, to be expensive. And you just shift your focus on equipment. And I think I had some kind of like breaking point in my life where, you know, my focus was 100% on the equipment. And I was just buying everything what I could. I was always not happy with the results. I will always have this mindset that if I'm going to get better, I would say equipment and gear, my photography going to get better. And this is like the biggest myth in my opinion, in, in, in photography, that, you know, you need to have this high-end stuff 
to produce great images. I, I deeply believe that you can really work on the budget. You really don't need, I would say, you know, crazy and then super expensive equipment. Um, I think when you shift your mindset into, I would say, being creative and using what you have and trying to kind of limit yourself with, you know, some of those things, then I would say those creative juices start flowing and then when you can actually start creating something which is interesting something which is i would say different so so it's i deeply believe this is a mindset depends how you approach this whole thing and depends how you actually see you know this entire thing that's that's the outcome you're gonna get so that would be just kind of my simple advice so all to all those people who are you know, I would say saving the money for Black Friday to, to get the stuff, you know, I would suggest, you know, drop this, use what you have. And also what I would say is focus a little bit more on education, on learning how to shoot, learning about the light, um, learning about, you know, all those different aspects of photography. This is what's going to take your photography to another level, not the gear. But again, I don't want to go against those, you know, big corporations and big companies because, you know, we're living in a world where we're getting bombarded on a daily basis, you know, from different types of advertising that if you get this, you know, your, your photography is going to get better or you buy this lens, you know, this this is not true. You, you, I think that we reach the level nowadays where the equipment is it's so good. And it's still, in my opinion, fairly affordable. If you if you're gonna go, if you're not gonna go this high end stuff, that you can get, you know, on very very low price equipment, which allows you to basically shoot anything what you want nowadays. Exactly. You know, utilizing the resources that you have available to you is paramount in in developing. What is great about it is that it helps you think outside the box. Absolutely. And so you, you, you have a certain amount of resources that you have available to you. I always say utilize the resources that are available to you to the extent of as much as you can for as long as you can until you can't anymore. And so yes. you're, you're talking about utilizing the resources, you're uh, you, you know, being frugal, people are thinking outside the box, educating other people, educating yourself. Uh, I was doing that for a while. I'd get up in the morning and I just, for an hour a day, just boom, 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 hit education, take an hour, get on YouTube, take a course, do something like that just to better myself. Yes. Um, but also I'm, what I would like to add to this, um, the education, don't focus only on photography itself. Try to study history of art you know try to study you know face expressions try to study body language try to study things which you can implement into your photography but not they're not directly you know photography stuff and i also that's what's going to open your mind a little bit about different things because photography in my opinion is a, is a is a very complex thing and you have to start like a having this puzzle jigsaw puzzle which you're putting together to get this big picture and i think that's what is extremely important and that's what changed my photography was that i started actually looking into different industry and try to take them and, and see what it's there to use them in my my basically craft and 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 in my, in my photography yeah exactly i mean yeah. you know you're getting so big right now i think I'm surprised people are, or companies aren't throwing their equipment at you right now. <laughs> you 
Well, you know, <laughs> maybe they know what I'm what I'm saying, and that's why they 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 don't want to do that. You know, I, I and honestly, like I'm I'm not really interested into getting this high end stuff because I I know this is not gonna take my photography to another level. On the top of that, I, I, I want to be true to my audience and then to people, you know, who following me, people who, I don't know, I'm trying to be example for them and some kind of have some kind of leadership. And my biggest message is focus again on photography and focus on things which makes you happy, makes you create something interesting. Don't kind of put yourself down because you know you don't have this camera or you don't have this lens or you don't have this or that and 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 you're just putting everything on hold for months or years because you feel you're limited like nobody's limited nowadays and 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 everyone has access to as i said equipment which can create stunning images That's you so have true. to just again so shift your mind a little bit and start doing things because that's I think what's another big of an issue in my opinion nowadays that people talk they have a lot of ideas they have tons of things they would love to do but they don't have guts to basically get this thing into action and start creating things because that's also what changed my life you know instead of bragging on what I could do I started planning and executing photo shoots if it worked great you know if it didn't work then, you know, I've learned something from it. Well, right? you know, you're, so you're, that was the process. Your approach, your approach is totally. I mean, uh, yes, there are other photographers that do cinematic type headshots, but your approach is totally different. It's unique. It's great, and I think you're right now. You're a leader in this industry, it, which is great because you're able to convey your your theme, your headshot uniqueness to all these people. And uh, just being a leader in the industry, it's a great opportunity for you to change the way people perceive how to do headshots, not only on a budget, but the creativity behind it as well. And so it's just an amazing opportunity for you to be able to go out there and educate other people, utilizing the resources that you have available to you. Yes. And and, and on a budget, I can't believe it. You know, I, and you know what? <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for um, Black Friday because... I, I just want to know, but you know what? I just a side note. I had a little incident this past weekend where we went to the Luminaria here in San Antonio, and my camera tipped over and totally crushed oh, my camera. So my D eight ten is dead, and so oh. I ended up having to upgrade. And I was like, well, I might as well just get a different camera or same same Nikon, but mm -hmm. somewhat of an upgrade. So I ended up getting like a D D eight fifty, I think, okay. and so. Now, you know, I, I, I'm mourning, but still, there it is. So I wanted to know, is there anybody, I know you follow other photographers. I know you've gone to seminars for other photographers as well. Are there any photographers that have influenced you or given you some advice that is important to the trajectory of your career? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, one of the biggest inspiration was, all like, it's been Dylan Patrick. Like, he's one of the guys who definitely changed this industry but the photography was the one thing but the, the one thing would also like really strike me and i couldn't believe this is even happening um how nice he was and how responsive he was when it comes to basically asking him questions or you know if i had some concerns or i didn't understand something he was always 
on the top of that and he always responded and he always was willing to help. So that was something which I've learned from him because this is the kind of attitude I have nowadays and this is what I'm trying to do. I know the audience is getting bigger and bigger and this is really hard to follow up with everybody. But if there's people who are, you know, like they need some help or they need some hand, I'm, I'm always willing to, 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 to help. And I think that was one of the kind of moments in my life where I've realized, you know, like we need to support each other. We need to help each other because everyone is at a different level. Everyone has something kind of, you know, as I said, different issues and different problems when it comes to, you know, reaching certain goals. And he was the guy who started this whole thing because I came from wedding industry and it was really cutthroat industry that nobody would tell you anything. Like, you know, you would have to literally pay people to give you any kind of information. So that was like one of the things which I fall in love, not only with headshot, but also with his attitude to photography. So he was like the, the first, I would say, person who really inspires me. And he inspires me till today. Like his headshots are like, you know, on the, the top notch, right? Like they're, 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 they're on so a different level. They're, definitely they're something which <clears throat> I wish he could do more. I know he went a little bit more towards uh, architecture and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, he was the first guy. Another guy, which I really like is definitely Christian Webb. He's a um, New York photographer, stunning work. Um, the other person which I really admire is Stephanie Gerard. She's from from LA. Again, stunning work. She she specializes in headshots, and then you know she creates like stunning images. I I, I really uh, admire her work, and quite often picking what she does because you know all those images they they simply um, stunning. So, so so those are I would say my top three choices when it comes to. Um, you know, I know that the, the, the list could be way longer. There's a lot of other photographers who, you know, they, they, they create some outstanding work for sure. Definitely. Hey, have you, uh, considered, uh, creating a training video or webinar or anything? Like so actually that? I have a, um, right now I, I released the retouching video and retouching tutorial, which is available on my website. You can purchase it. Um, I, I try to also drop the price so it's a little bit, um, I would say, affordable. So, you know, people who are in this industry and they want to learn the retouching because I deeply believe that retouching is a huge part of our uh, business. And, and I know that a lot of people are struggling with that. And at the same time, I'm working on separate video, which is... Um, business headshot photography. So I'm going to pretty much focus on um, basically educating people how to shoot um, business headshots. And then the reason I started with, 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 with that is, you know, because that's how we make a living, I would say, when it comes to the headshots, right? We, we need to do a lot of corporate stuff in order to basically pay the bills. And this is like the biggest, I would say, part of this industry. Uh, but also I'm going to be working on some creative headshots for people who want to take this to another level or, you know, try to challenge themselves into creating something, you know, a little bit different. So I'm curious to know, is it, is your headshots, are your headshots, are they strictly for educational purposes or do you actually get clients who are paying you for the headshot and so I have both. So so I divide this whole thing into kind of like two sections. Um, one of them is pretty much just shooting 
paid jobs where I just do corporate stuff. Um, I also started a little bit, I've noticed that my creative part, people are coming to me right now and they want to actually create creative headshots where you know we, we play with different backgrounds with different makeup with different you know styles and stuff like that so th- it seems like there is some new i would say avenue in that market um those things takes time like you know because this is one of the biggest questions I've, i'm getting like if you're doing those creative headshots do people actually come and pay you for this so i can tell you that they pay i have clients not as many as i would like to have but again, you know, people start asking. So that's kind of signal for me that, you know, there there is some potential. And then the second part is the business, the corporate stuff. I basically, you know, follow their guidelines and then their, you know, requirements. And, and I don't post those much because I, I think I'm not saying they're boring, but they're just the regular headshots. So in order to attract people, I'm trying to also focus on those creative headshots where they're a little bit more vibrant, they're a little bit more interesting, and that's, I think, what attracts people to to my work, right? So that's kind of, I'm trying to separate those two and, and, and focus on, as I said, more creative stuff, because this, this is what's going to draw attention of my potential clients, right? And everyone is actually in this industry doing kind of the same thing right so kind of break into this market and be unique be different we need to start doing something different but if i would just showcase only my business stuff or my corporate stuff then it's harder to compete with much larger group not to mention uh, what i want to say is 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 that a lot of my business headshots people don't want to they don't want me to show them into the public right so they basically use them for themselves and then i i have i don't want to say i don't have rights but they requesting not to basically well you know you gotta have you gotta have the opportunity to pay the bills but also yes. be unique and 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 showcase the work of you know, your creativity, not to say that you're not, you can't be creative in corporate headshots, but they're, they're pretty standard. There's very, there's very little to move on, on a corporate headshot. uh, Whereas you can get creative with makeup and backdrops or, or, you know, something like that. So it's, there's a, there's a difference when you're paying the bills. Like when you do events, pretty much that pays the bills for me. Uh, Or, you know, whenever I do events that pays the bills for me and, headshots on the side for corporate definitely uh so when i do stuff like uh cosplay or or when i can get creative it's totally different because the 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 theme is is not very common so it's great so i want to ask you uh through the course of your life through the course of your career in photography or other has there been a situation where you delight just snaps like you have this moment where you're like wow uh-huh yes i i have several moments like that and then i think those things you have to build up towards to 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 reach them it's not something which just comes out of nowhere you need to kind of work on something and one of the things and i just want to kind of step back and just talk a little bit about the the images itself because that's what kind of get me to this moment 
I think all of us, we need to analyze our images because we, we, we shot lots of images nowadays, but I don't think too many photographers, they just sit down and they look at those images. And if they like something, they try to ask themselves, okay, what it's, why do I like this image? What, what makes this image different and what makes this image interesting? And I've been doing this religiously for all my you know, photo shoots and then I'm trying to analyze those images. And, you know, like you're starting kind of discovering those those little, I would say, pieces which makes the headshot interesting. And again, I'm going to just kind of give like a general example, but that I think is going to be the, the, the best representation about how this moment came to my basically head. And I know it's kind of obvious, but a lot of people... Uh, will realize when they hear the story. So most of us, we are focusing on lighting. We want to make sure that technical part of the images is, you know, done correctly. And, you know, we have all this settings and lights and everything. What we do is, is perfect. And then people think that we're going to get the best image. But what I found and what I've learned is the lighting is just one part of it. Like I, for me, one of the biggest important aspects and important components of headshots is a face expression. And that's something which sells the image. That's something which makes the image in- interesting. That's what makes the image gives you something where people are kind of like, wow, this is something amazing. And we don't sometimes understand what it is. As I said, we see this amazing face expressions and we don't really pay attention to all this lighting. So that's kind of came to my, my, my mind one day. And then when I started like really focusing on, as I said, phase expression throughout the shoots, the images got definitely way better. So those are one of the, the moments. The retouching would be another one where you're starting retouching images and you can take them to another level. This is another, I would say, important little aspect of, of photography. And then a lot of photographers nowadays, they're saying, well, I need to, I want to learn photography so that the images, they're going to be good straight out of camera. But we're living in a 21st century, right? Where we have ability to take those images to another level and we can definitely clean up the image to, to polish to the point where it has much bigger impact on, on the viewer. I could go on and on because those, those little <laughs> moments were more and more, but those are, I think the two, which kind of changed my approach to photography, changed to what I do and was like discovering, I would say, new world for me. So I, I, I felt like I can take those images to another level and I have the recipe for it. And so did Peter Hurley have anything to do with that? Because, you know, he's all about the expression. Yes. Uh, well, sometimes, and this is what I said at the beginning, we hear those things and, and they're obvious. And this is not something which you need to be kind of discovered. But the thing is how we can implement them and how we can understand them from our mm-hmm. owner's perspective. And the thing with Peter Harley, he has different approach to pulling out of those face expressions. Like he's got this very unique personality and you're just looking at him and you just talk to him and then puts your smile on your face. But everyone is different, I found. Every photo- photographer has different personality, have different approach, and we have to find kind of our own way to discover those things and how we can with our personality and with our ability to pull those things out of the client. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a photographer, you, you steadily, you learn how to grab that emotion, you know, it's, uh, 
as soon as you you say something like think about your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever and they make that smile and they and then you shoot and so you get that you get that look that's that's original and and sincere what right now are you most fired about what are you fired up about right now so there's a lot of things I, i i think one of the things which which i'm super excited is that we can like sky is the limit when it comes to creating interesting headshots we don't have to limit ourselves to let's say one setup or one background or one type of i'd say face expression we can really take this to another level so i'm trying i have a list of things which i'm trying to implement into my work and pretty much trying to do new things right so this is something which excites me the most and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work but at least i have some kind of idea which direction i can go so i see a lot of potentials the the one thing what i'm kind of afraid is the the the, the timing and you know we 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 all kind of sacrifice the lack of time and then we try to squeeze as much as we can during the day but like I'm, I'm really into pushing those things further and further down to create more and more interesting stuff, and it's it's just basically my life. In so being, and out. being creative, yes. it just catalyzes your your motivation, getting out Absolutely. there and just being creative. Yeah, I totally get that. That's that's amazing. When you were starting in photography, was there anything that was holding you back, or did you just go ahead and say, "I'm just going to jump in"? Well, photography was always my passion. Like since I was, I, I would say since I was born. My dad, he 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 used to be photographer, so that's how I actually got into this whole thing. It was different days and and different times. And back in the days, we 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 shot film, so we had to have darkroom. We we there was a lot of lot of limitation, I would say. And well, basically at the beginning is definitely the equipment right like when you're starting off a lot of people think that the equipment is one of those things which holds you back and 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 then back in the days i think still today the equipment the brand new equipment is is very expensive and a lot of people they cannot afford it simply because they cannot spend thousands and thousands of dollars on the gear to you know kind of make their dream happen um but I, I think it's a learning process, right? Like when I moved to Canada and then I was able to purchase all the gear, you know, I was able to do whatever, you know, I want to go with. But I, I think the learning was the one of the things which was kind of big limitation for me because we kind of know, we kind of think we know, but we really don't. And the process of learning takes a lot of, a lot of time. For some people, it's a different story. For me, it was was a long journey. And I, I don't think you can learn some of those things basically out of books or, you know, tutorials. You have to put practice into it. And that's how you train your eye, how you try your mind, how you basically make the progress, right? Yeah. So that's the, the kind of the biggest limitation nowadays is just to education and, 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 and being practical and making sure you understand the process. Because as soon as you get there, you can really kind of push this on another level, right? I, and I think we're living in the amazing times that we have access to all of those things. Like back in the days, there's no photography workshops, there's no YouTube, there's no all those sources where you can, 
get access to and then and, and learn from it. We have to basically learn those things or on our own mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that's usually took a lot of, lot of time. Well, you know, you talked about utilizing resources and, and getting started because a lot of people, like you said, don't have the money to get started in photography because it is an expensive, it is an expensive uh, uh, career. It's an expensive hobby even, but I'm going to go back. Like, for example, when I was, when I was wanting to start my screen printing business, this is a good example because it kind of, it coincides with starting with nothing. And so what I did was I called some screen printers and I said, Hey, we, what do you charge your customer? Can I get a discount? And so what I did was I got the customer, I got the screen printer, I put them together and I got my cut. So that's how I started in screen printing. I was able to build my customer base mm-hmm. through other people. And then I was able to afford my equipment. And I think that coincides with photography as well. You can call other photographers and, and contract that out as well. Make your money buy your equipment, learn from them if you have to. And Mm -hmm. that's a key component into building something that you're passionate about, whether it be screen printing or, or photography or whatever, uh, that I think that's a huge opportunity to utilize the resources that you have available to you being your phone. You know, your phone is your, your primary resource. Start calling people, start making some money. What are some of the habits that you, do on a regular basis right now that you think what are some of the habits that you do on a regular basis that you feel contribute to the success of your photography so i definitely have to say that i work hard that i would say success if we can call it success it it, has been a lot of long hours of work and then keep pushing yourself pushing what i do and you know, it's 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 something that you have to make a habit to kind of work long hours. The success doesn't come just because you have idea or you think you 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 can get somewhere. So I can give you my rundown. Like I'm I'm waking up every single morning at four o'clock a.m. This is when I'm starting my day. Usually I I retouch for a couple couple hours, pushing content through social media and this is my kind of starting point then when this is done then i get on my phone and talk to my clients dealing with you know the things which are kind of related into my business and then scheduling the shoots planning everything then usually afternoon i have shoots schedule so i shoot between one and five then basically get back home dinner 10 o'clock, I'm in bed, and this is like basically, you know, seven days, seven days a week. And, and it doesn't matter. It's a Sunday. I don't have those days where I sleep in and kind of do nothing. Uh, every day is a constant push. So so that's kind of my one of the habits what I have that I, I, I put a lot of hours into what I do. Plus, I plan everything. I schedule everything. I want to make sure I'm on the top of everything, right? Plus, not to mention, I'm trying to squeeze in time to educate myself, to read books, to reach out to some re- other resources where I can learn something from it. So, so this is that's is how my life, right? This is how yeah. this whole thing. Um, well, you you know, you're you're balancing. It seems like you're balancing your work, 
your personal life, your, you know, all the, all the components in your life, as long as they're balanced, I think that is an overall success. If you can balance your, your, your career and have the personal time with your family, that that's, uh, that's yes, the, the planning, scheduling, and making sure you have the day fulfilled with the things which are right to do. Because I, I know we are quite distracted nowadays through social media, through television, through you know different shows, and like I don't even have a cable at home. Like I, I just cut this whole thing down because I know if I would get hooked on on some TV series or something, like I would waste <laughs> hours and hours on doing that right so so stop binge watching netflix is what you're telling me um i'm not saying stop watching it but <laughs> like it's it's your choice right because no 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 doubt yeah. kind of adding stuff up like it, it just takes a lot of a lot of um your time mm-hmm. you know people waste time on a lot of different things scrolling for social media this is another thing people like if you kind of start analyzing how much time we waste on looking at things which pretty much don't matter this is something which you can kind of use this time to do something, I would say, important or something which is going to benefit you for the long run, right? So you just keep fighting with all the distraction. This is how I think that our life looks like nowadays. And making sure you, 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 you can somehow handle this and make sure you can in control that's what's going to make a dif- difference, right? Well, you know, definitely it's a race. And yes. As long as you're consistent and you're moving forward and you're not stopping to binge watch Netflix, like you said, then you're, you know, it's easy to, uh, it's easy to become complacent and, you know, you, you get, you get complacent with what you're doing, but you have to keep pushing. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep pushing because there's going to be somebody else who's pushing harder. And so, you know, being able to be focused, have a regimen, have a, a plan, a goal, a vision. That's all important and as to where you're going, knowing where you're going anyways. Yeah. And there's not also sometimes about, because this is what a lot of people, I think, misunderstand, that we have a goals. I think it's not about the goals. It's about the journey itself. That's what it's important, right? Like how we can get there somewhere. But the 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 final, I would say, goal it's it's unreachable. Like there's always because we just this this goal is getting away and away, right? Because a lot of people telling me like, oh, I would like to be where you are right now, but it, it's like I don't want to be here. And what I mean is like I have another goals and I have another, I would say, vision where I want to where where I want to get. Mm-hmm. So it's about the journey, how we can speed up the process how we can make this journey interesting how we can kind of reach out this goal and the more we getting closer this this goal is is kind of getting away or further away right and that's how reach for the stars get to the moon is that what you're saying (laughs) yes you're getting to the moon and then you want to get out of when you get there you want to be getting to the sun right or you know further away so so i think that's what it's extremely important nowadays that let's people should focus more on the journey itself how they can make the journey work better than just the goal itself because Mm -hmm. reaching the goal is the one thing right but all right, so you know, you talk about your habits, what you're, you've been doing. Um, is there, I, you know, I know you've been on on social media. You just said you said you were on social media. You're on Facebook. You're doing all these things to get yourself branded. And I just want to know: is there a certain type of program, or or is there a 
software that you're using to facilitate your your photography? Actually, well, basically the software I'm using for my well for my photography is a Photoshop. I don't use any software with scheduling my social media. I put everything on my own. Like I, I, I think you have to be also kind of careful about all this automatization of your social media because like I think I, I tried a few years ago pushing some content through you know preparing the content for the week and then have this software you know kind of controlling this whole thing but I, I wasn't happy because I still have to go and check it because there was a lot of looks along the way that was posted the wrong way or there's some mistakes or some errors so what I'm trying to do is I have the time or I'm scheduling the time where I'm basically have everything ready and I just kind of do this quickly and I post everything what I have to post and this is pretty much done. And then once in a while, I'm just kind of jumping in to make sure to respond to the comments, response to, I don't know, questions or messages, whatever, right? So we're living on social media. Like when you really think about it, it's, it's a huge part of what we do. I'm trying my best to don't waste time there and don't kind of, get in, in, in involved in, I would say, arguments and comment on stupid things or watch things which they, they don't bring any value to, to what I do. So it's a little bit of kind of training on your own which direction you want to kind of go. But the social media is really tricky. They, 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 they're created so the way that people, they, the company which runs those social medias, they want you to spend as much time as possible there, right? But I think we need to somehow be in control that you don't want to spend hours and hours on searching for things which they said they don't bring you anything valuable. So so my approach is I want to create value for other people and push it through the social media, right? That's that's mm-hmm. my approach. So you're in a position right now where you're educating other people. And I know people are continually asking you what you're using to shoot. Do you, have you had the opportunity to be part of some affiliate programs or creating a new stream of revenue through like Amazon or Adorama or one of those companies where you're able to get commission based off of your referrals? So I don't I don't do that at this point. Well, basically, I'm offering so there's two types of three types of educations. Um, I, I do workshops where I basically go to certain cities and, and places where I run those two days workshops. Uh, I started pushing a little bit more towards online courses where I'm going to be creating those specific courses, which going to help people to understand the process. And the last thing I do online education where I just teach one-on-one, right? Where I have students and I have quite a bit of them for, for, people who basically they, they, they living in different countries or places where I can't go. So, so that's where we teach one-on-one online. So those are three approaches. Plus I'm trying to also be helpful on social media, but you know, those questions when it comes to the gear and lighting, I, I think they're going to be keep coming till I die. This is never going to change. <laughs> this is something that it's just a part of what we do. And exactly. That also tells me like, you know, on kind of what kind of level these people are, right? Because if mm-hmm. someone asking about what camera using to get that picture, 
they really don't understand the process because it's not only the camera, it's just the lighting, it's the makeup, it's... Uh, there's a lot more so there's entire yeah definitely complex a lot more process involved. which takes you to create that image and 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 gear is only one little thing which gets you closer to to where you want to get with this image right so but it's 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 what it is right i don't mind asking this whole thing for a million times <laughs> i know i've it asked is. it before and, and i'm sure <laughs> as i said this is never going to go away yeah. that's that's the way i think well, I'd like to say thank you for coming on, The Creative Entrepreneur. I'm really excited that you got to, you had the opportunity to come on, and you're one of my biggest, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of yours, oh, and I uh, continually follow you on Facebook and see all your posts. Uh, I know I don't comment on every single one of them, but That's I okay. love them. And I, I like seeing the posts that, uh, or the comments that other people are, are leaving, because I remember back when, when I was first starting out with headshots, and I was like, man... I was asking the same questions. That's so crazy. But exactly. I really appreciate you coming out. Thank you so uh, much. Great opportunity for, for us to, to have you on. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, you know what? Before we go, how can people get a hold of you? So they can go, um, well, they can find me on so all social, social media. They can find me on my website, which is my name and my last name. Instagram, Facebook, um, I think the, 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 the biggest group which I'm very involved with is, is, is mentorship with Rafael Vigil. So this is like my main source of pushing my content there. But then from that, you can go to Instagram, you can go to Twitter, you can go to YouTube. They can go to all those places. And now I'm there. Awesome. Super excited. I'm glad to see that you came on and I look forward to seeing more of your photography. Thank you so much for having me. There you go, guys. Rafael Vigal. Remember, you don't have to purchase expensive equipment to produce amazing photography. So go out there, learn your craft, get educated, go out there and practice, practice, practice. Uh, start out by buying some used equipment and then build your business from there. So thank you for supporting this channel. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening. And remember, keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to The Creative Entrepreneur. Please click the show notes for additional information. Want to know more? Click on the subscribe button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by visiting us at tcepodcast.net.